is better than family with the ones who love you so. Be a shoulder to cry on when you're in need. They'll never leave you alone, no. When your friends bring you down and they drag you through the dirt, and when nobody's around, they'll carry you through the hurt. Just remember that family comes. Family is where we all belong. In fact, life is said to be a place where one finds solace, comfort, direction, meaning, significance, and fulfillment. And so there's no better place to find these things than within a family. 
and you could find different kinds of families. And here on Farm Life on City 97.3 FM, where we make it a priority to be a relevant radio always, and particularly on matters of family on Saturday morning between the hours of 7 and 9 a.m. We're delighted to be coming your way once again. Um, you can join us via WhatsApp on 0549-986-996. I'm Amos Kevin Annan. I will surely be back after this commercial, and then we would zoom into today's conversation. Stay tuned in, please. City 97.3 Accra It's a good day to meet every challenge. It's a good day to want more out of life. It's a good day to wish for it, work for it, go get it. Familiar taste, a delicious indulgent with a flavor you just can't hide. Refreshing energy, gives so much for so little. For a strong performance, you've come to the right place. Good day energy drink. Why wait a minute to enjoy a good day when every second counts? Good day energy drink keeps you going. Excessive drinking can be detrimental to your health. Not recommended for persons under 18 years, lactating mothers, pregnant women, and people sensitive to caffeine. This advertisement has been vetted and approved by the FDA. City 97.3 More Variety Well, thank you. Welcome back. And uh, we're delighted, like I said, to be coming away this morning. It's a very relaxing Saturday morning. I don't know how it feels like where you are, but wherever you are listening to us across the length and breadth of the globe, we hope that you're doing well as individuals and that your families are keeping up the pace. Yes, in spite of COVID and all that it brings us, we are making ourselves ready to live life and enjoy it again. For some time now, we've been discussing the issue of excess and their influences, whether positive or negative. And today we want to bring down the curtain on that conversation until something comes up again. So be, please join us in this conversation um, on 0549-986-996. Subsequently, we'll be opening the phone lines much, much earlier today so that you can join us by voice. But this time, please join us by text. Well, in this life, we interact with people, and not everybody we interact with would certainly make the journey with us to the altar. That is, if you are marrying within the church setting. Not everybody we interact with we will take to the home so that we have a customary rendition of our marriage. 
not everybody we interact with would we take to wherever else that you would take them to be your spouse. Those individuals, sometimes when they are exiting our lives, they struggle to find life on their own. We've given attention to people managing their excess. Today, as we wind down on this conversation, we want to give attention to persons who themselves are excess to others. How do you accept your new status? How do you move on with life and with love? How do you find new life and new love? And lastly, how do you manage memories from the past? So these areas will be areas we'll be looking at and many more this morning. And I'm already seated here. Tish, wherever you are, wishing you God's very best as you have that expedition with those young people. It was exciting joining that class. <laughs> and <laughs> I enjoyed every bit of the leadership farm. You and Miki are doing great with uh, Leader Freak. Please keep soldiering on and we're praying with you so that today goes seamlessly and smoothly and then you return safe and sound. So this morning, I'm already here with uh, Marie. Uh, hi, Marie. Morning. Trust you're good. Thank God for grace and goodness. <laughs> and your family? Everybody's doing well, thank okay. you. Okay. Yeah. Uh, since the last time you came here, how has life been? Good. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing uh, else but good. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Now this whole thing about exes, have you have you had anybody who you know who is an ex to somebody? This time not the person who is dealing with an ex, but somebody who is an ex and has been able to successfully transit from that space to a new space and live in it peacefully. Oh yeah, I mean, I know a lot of people. Mm. You know, when it comes to ex Excess, mm. <laughs> you know, you, you we have two categories of excess. Mm. We have the excess where young people who have never married and then they go dating and they go study, they go enter into a relationship with the view of um, getting married. They said, I love you, and the other one also says, I love you. And he said, Oh, I want you to be my wife someday, or I want you to be my husband someday. And along the line, something happens, and um, the relation can continue. Mm. So it might be on a good note or a bad note, whatever the reason. Once that relationship breaks up, then you become an ex. Mm. Then we have the other ones that have gone all the way to the altar, like you mentioned, or they've gone home. Um, they've gone to perform the customary uh, rites and everything, and they are living as a husband and wife, and sometimes even might have kids. Mm. And there's a divorce. So once you divorce, you become an ex. Mm. So these are the two categories. And... Um, their cases are a bit different in the sense that um, if you are single and um, there are no 
encumbrances or there are no responsibilities mm. for the young people. Um, yes, it might hurt, but it's not too much as those who have gone all the way married have kids. They have things in common, and especially children, which you can never cut into two. You can divide the how how do you, how do you your properties and everything, but with the children, you cannot. It becomes very difficult. So if you find yourself in the first situation as a young person, where you have had a relationship, and it has not worked, uh, first of all, I want to give you the assurance that you are not the first person. And you will not be the last person. It's part of life. It helps us grow. So you don't have to kill yourself. Some people have committed suicide. Some people have done all sorts of things, gone um, nuts because of love. Yes. But the once you find yourself in the situation where you are an ex, I think that um, the first thing you have to do is to take a breather, have some time for yourself and do some reflection don't be found you know sometimes people are not in uh, when they break relationships then they want to prove to the other partner that uh, yeah they are in town or something so they'll go out looking for another person immediately to replace or something or uh, it becomes uh, some kind of enmity war you know, you, you don't mention those kind of people's name around you and all that. It all depends. It is a very um, mushy area. If you don't take care, there'll be sinking sand. You can sink with it, mm. which means that it will end your life. People have been excess and because of that have never been able to get into other relationships and married again or uh, marry and gone on to marry or whatever. When it comes to the uh, married people, when they become exes, sometimes it becomes so bitter, it messes up the life of the children and all that. So if you find yourself, for the first one, like I said, take time, reflect, look at where the mistake was. Um, is it redeemable? If it's not redeemable, if it was on a, on a very peaceful note and the person is not married, single people sometimes you still have interest in each other maybe it was a little argument that brought about that kind of um, separation or the breakup so if you think it's something that you can work it up again if it's not cut the person out of your life especially for the early part in order not to get yourself uh, mixed up and still holding on to feelings that might hurt you because sometimes you think that oh i still have the chemistry i haven't gotten over her i haven't gotten over him and by so doing you waste a lot of time hanging out there hoping that the other one will come back and the other one never comes back anyway now you you mentioned that sometimes the the issue becomes so bad now let's look at some of the factors that create a rather bad experience or environment for people when they are exiting a relationship at any of the levels that you just spoke about. Yeah. Um, with the singles, like I said, because the commitment hasn't been 
that you know um, sealed let me use the word sealed because uh, you have not gone all the way to it's not consummated it's not consummated oh i don't want to use the word consummated because relationships like christians yes you are not supposed to consummate your relationship but for the general people who might be in relationships some people consummate and that's where the pain comes especially the women feel used yeah the you consummation know. comes at different levels yes the women feel used when when they consummate and 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 it becomes very bitter for them and that's where um you you, you need some kind of help if yeah. it means that you have to get some kind of counsel talk to some elderly person i think that if it's getting too much at you and and you can't handle it you have to talk to somebody who can help you um get yourself together yes um some people decide to take away memories of the other person they stay away they stay away from the person so that they can focus because you need your focus you need your sanity you need your sanity it is an emotional thing and it gets it it it, it can be very 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 devastating anyway because you put your all in it and so definitely once the breakup comes immediately you will feel very devastated you feel very wrong as if there's something wrong with you and all that so for you to get yourself together that's why i say you have to get some time alone get yourself together get your confidence back mm. and then save your sanity talk to somebody a counselor an elderly person somebody that you trust can help you get out of it don't go looking for love immediately mm. don't go looking for another one immediately i think give yourself some time to be able to handle it if you are uh, a married person who's just lost your marriage usually divorce is not one day you don't just get one get up one day and say like i'm divorced divorce usually if because it will go through a whole lot of process you would you would have gone back and forth with your partner but that means they will go to your family the family will try to intervene um, if it is a civil marriage you go to court and even court is not immediate they will do some kind of um ad- adversarial whatever try to help uh, to see if the marriage can work so they will go you go a long haul before so um that long haul if you don't have the right kind of people around you who are advising you could be very traumatic and that trauma can lead to so many things you know because back and forth you go you go to court you go and come you go and see elderly people and all that before you finally settle and then maybe when you end up you you might separate for some time and you you end up you 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 divorce and probably you don't get anything um maybe you don't even get a child out of the relationship you've grown up to a certain point it it you feel like your wife, your life has been wasted mm. and all that there's so there's so much pain there's so much pain and and you need friends you need family you need counselors especially if you are in church uh, the church will have to give attention to people like that and help them to be able to find themselves find themselves back others are so strong willed 
that they go through and come out don't mm. feeling anything and move on with their lives. Now, okay. You want to say something? Yeah, you could go ahead. All right. Thank you very much for those uh, very valuable uh, inputs. Now, so people are not supposed to rush. They're not supposed to feel like a waste bank. Um, they are supposed to find themselves. Now, Mickey, you've been listening to Marie. Um, good morning. Yeah, good morning. Trust you're good too. Yeah. After under the weather, <laughs> you are on top like of this. the weather. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear Lord. <laughs> well, the whole issue of persons who are exes and now need to make the transition into new territories is a major subject. And that is why as we bring down the curtain, we want to look at those individuals. Now, first and foremost, how do they come to the reality that this is my new status and therefore I have to embrace it, I have to accept it? What are some of the things they will need? They need to in both categories. Yes. I mean that i.e. one whose own is not completed. Mm. Since Marie is not comfortable with consummation, let me go <laughs> completed. <laughs> <laughs> um, basically, it's, it's, it's a state of affairs matter in the sense that the, the individual will have to come to terms with the reality. Uh, that is first the reality check bit that gets people uh, sometimes confused, sometimes angry, sometimes twisted. And it's so because then, as Marie has said, a number of factors are at play depending on what kind it is and what ha has happened. But largely because there's been some emotional attachment and commitment, plus other things, depending on what scenario may have played out. The party that feels shorthanded then now feels betrayed, sad, or whatever. So then the key element is do a reality check, mm. assess the fact that this is what it is, Deal with yourself because that is what you can deal with. You can't uh, bring and tag along the other person who already wants out or is out for whatever reason. And uh, the like Marie said, this, the the breakup could be even due to you or other party or due to other circumstances. So whichever way, assess the reality, deal with yourself. Now they're dealing with yourself. It's a tricky bit because people respond, react, and recover differently. Some people, their relationship is the all and all for them. It's the, it's, it's, it's the highest uh, pinnacle of, of bonding, of closeness. And so now the detaching is painful and, and difficult. But be that as it may, based on whatever person type you are, there are those who find things much easier to handle. They adapt quicker, they recover faster, they um, heal uh, fast and all. But there are those who do have the reverse. Take time to heal, take time to recover, take time to redraw, take time to accept the reality. So based on whichever of these two extreme spectrums you fall within, you still would need to go through the process to come out from that state, because it's really the thing that does not exist anymore. Where you find it difficult to do it by yourself, they need to find appropriate help. 
help can be in a colleague, it can be in a, a qualified counselor, it can be in uh, somebody in your, in your, in your, in your circle, whether a church or wherever. But the key word here is find appropriate because sometimes somebody who may have had a similar experience or terrible experience may <laughs> end up poisoning you more and making you feel bad or worse or giving you some arsenal to go fight or go, go wound or go whatever. You know? So basically the first thing is assessing the reality. The next, second thing is pulling out. And then the third thing is finding healing or restoration for yourself. And then after that one, after some time, like, like you said, don't go rushing right into another connection because then you'll not be ready and you may make mistakes that may be more costly than the first. And so after you are restored, then now you think of love and think of life and then move on to the next stage of life. Well, especially when they say love is the message and the message is love, <laughs> what is it that then you would do to be able to bring yourself to a reality check. I mean, I have a mystery voice here, and uh, I'm asking her to give me her thoughts on all these. Uh, yeah, like um, Papa Mike rightly said, um, when it happens like that, you're going through a heartbreak or something related to that, you just need to talk to people because some people are just not able to deal with the pressures that this comes with by on their own so they definitely need to speak to other people you could speak to maybe a parent or a pastor mm. or maybe somebody that you know you trust would it be prudent to speak to the person's friend uh i i wouldn't do that okay. <laughs> i mean i wouldn't do that so. well, what would be the disadvantage of speaking to their friend for me i believe that they are their friends so their loyalties would always lie with them you so know. it's a matter of loyalty. Exactly. Okay. I, I had a friend who had a, a very bad uh, heart, heartbreak. And she went talking to the friend of this guy. You know, And it turns out at the time that the guy knew that the friend was seeing some other girl that they were even preparing to get married and all that. And he never, he never breathed a word of it to her. You know. Could that be loyalty in its definition? Yes, I mean, bro could, yes. <laughs> so, yes. So, eventually, when she found out that the guy had gotten married to this girl and the guy was their best man, that's the friend she went to vent to. She was so bitter and she, she became angry all over again. <laughs> so, how, how would somebody handle a situation where, for instance, you, you, you take a risk to talk to their friend and then it turns out that the friend was actually interested in you? <laughs> yeah. How do you manage that one? You just move away. I would move away from both of them. I mean, what would be the disadvantage again in in responding in the affirmative? Uh, Since about love, and love well, is a message. Well, but I mean, someone I dated and now I'm now dating their best friend. I'll just say better of the same feathers flock together. So I just want to move away oh, from. I know. You know, broadly painting everybody with the same brush. Be because the friends, most of the times, they know. I mean, if the person you are with is seeing someone else or they are doing something behind your back, most of the time, I mean, depending on how close they are, of course. But okay. So I, I, I would not want now to. Now back to the issue of managing yourself in that state. Yes. So it's very important to have people that you trust, people that you can confide in. At this point, you have to, because you are vulnerable, you have to be very careful about the kind of people you, you talk to. 
because then again you don't want you don't want to get to the point where you have healed and then you have everybody knowing your business like that mm. yes so it's it's very important to talk to people that you know can be know how to keep a secret or are not going to tell the the, the whole world about your problems so yes i mean if you have to cry cry if you must do whatever it takes just to heal you know now somebody's asking what is this healing process that you have been talking about i think we will shelve that to managing memories when we come to managing the memories uh, marie do you have do you want to make uh, any comments have a bite of what one has yeah, to do in the face when of... the person when the person's friend yes. wants to first of all like i said it will not be wise immediately mm. to um Take a decision. What if they don't come in the immediacy of the Yes, of the I moment? mean, it's there happened. We've year, had in a like, year later. Oh, I mean, some time later, 10 years, whatever, you meet Not somewhere years, again. Not 10 years, a year later. <laughs> <laughs> Let's give us ourselves a year later. So you, are, you are prescribing anyway, <laughs> short and long. Let's take you a know, year. You know, life is very complex. Mm. And sometimes, um, I I know situations where it's happened like that, and a friend, or even just yesterday, I was talking about I know relatives, uh, an uncle who has married the ex of his nephew. You know, I don't know whether he knew, but then what does that do? To if anything, family? the woman knows. The woman okay. knew that she was going out with the nephew, and so even if the uncle didn't know, because they met somewhere else and ah, they okay. married. You know, so but uh, there was no effect. Mm. It 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 depends on the individual. They've married, they've had their kids, and they are moving on with their life. And doesn't happy. doesn't that potentially injure friendship? If you have uh, the other party being you know, overly sensitive, especially when the breakup was not occasioned by them, by the but it was occasioned by the person the who friend. was not going to date the friend. The friend. Oh, then that one is undermining. Uh, that one is undermining or undercutting. I I think that um, I am I wouldn't do that. Mm. But I know that situations there are situations People like that that have happened have over and over again where mm. uh, uh, friends your own friend can undermine you to take your woman because or take your man because she thinks that that is yeah. her. They are bad mouthing them. Yes. Smear campaign. Yes. So they will work around it and eventually. Now how when how, you get how them do you off, manage? A friend's friend who is blackmailing them or smearing them or undercutting them, as you're talking about. How do you manage that? Uh, I, I, for me, I think that if you should be um, strong in your mind, I've always been a strong-minded person. How, how, how do you become assertive. strong in your mind? What well, you know, uh, temperament part, okay. your upbringing part, plus um, your own. Um, would value systems be part as of you it? grow your own things that you pick yep mm. yep so those th things combine to make you a stronghold maybe you have not been exposed to so much mm. uh -huh. but um i have a big family i grew up with mainly boys my family a lot of boys you know how you have to survive with boys and all that so i, I you also have to survive with girls like i'm doing <laughs> <laughs> like i'm doing at home i'm surviving with the ladies <laughs> So you know, you know how you you have to be strong to be able to deal with boys when they are disturbing you, pushing you, pulling you. Everybody wants you to be in there, and and you are younger. But for than girls, them. you have to be tough. Yes, you don't have to be strong. You have to be tough. <laughs> <laughs>
Mickey. So, yeah. Yeah. I wish I could interview a bee on this one. How is she surviving with the, with the, with the papa and the boys? She's, she's a strong woman. That's a bunch of crazy guys together. Uh-huh. Me, so, myself being the chief. The chief, the chief agitant. Yeah. Wow. So, in looking at that, you... you you have to mm. uh, be able to tell. I mean, God has given us all some kind of wisdom. Mm. You should be able to tell that this person, unless you are also interested. Mm. You know, sometimes you might find yourself in a relationship that you are not really into it. Not a marriage. Mm. Even in marriages, people find themselves they were not into it. Something swept them in, and they were entrapped. Yeah, and now they are caught there. But then the 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 major thing I wanted to say today, when it comes to excess is that do not go back to Egypt. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> God has delivered you from Egypt through the Red Sea. Do not go back to Egypt because the, the Red Sea is there. It will swallow you and take you away. You know. <laughs> so just do not go back to Egypt. Whatever the circumstance, you have moved on. Um, get yourself together. Give yourself some time to heal. When you know you have healed properly, and um, how to know that, oh, well, we'll talk about that one, so I don't want to go, go in yeah. there now. But you have to um, build up that strength by focusing on positive things. If you are working, focus on your work. Get new friends. Move away from the old ones and all that so that you don't find yourself always talking about this person over and over and over again, which keeps building because it doesn't help you. You keep you keep building your head, so get new friends. Well, if, uh, a listener has just sent this text. Uh, it's a good morning, City. Uh, to correct the notion that one can't date an ex-friend. Now, I have a situation where the guy in question was not treating the lady well, and the guy's friends was actually telling him to handle her right, which the guy didn't. And at the end of it, the other guy happened to <coughs> marry the yeah. lady. Now, what 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 could be a problem with this, and what wouldn't it have to be a problem with this one? Um, I would talk about what wouldn't be a problem with the one first. Um, I think, like I said, we are different human beings, mm. and um, we associate by choice. It is not everybody that you can associate with. Mm. So we have our kind, even in the the animals with the animals. They associate by choice. So it's not each every animal that they flow with. Mm. So you choose. So your friends around you, you find out that your friends around you, most of them are about like you. You know. Uh-huh. So you must have some kind of commonalities and all that. So that guy, um, I remember those days when we were young and they were teaching us about uh, friendship, relationships and all those things. Walter Trubbish used to Walter use this cone, yeah, cone thing. So the big top. And there are so yeah. many friends. It's like a before, funnel. Yes, yeah, before you, you narrow to the two. So all those people that were in the top are potentials. And in actual fact, psychology, they say that um, every person has seven people that you can fall in love with. Mm. Yeah, a research that they did that every person has at least seven people mm. that you can marry. Uh-huh. So it's not just seven? one person. You have them? Sorry. You have those seven? No, I don't have All right. uh, the different I'll categories. give you time to look for that for me whilst I go to now. Okay. Um. Uh, yeah, to the message, I'll just say that um, 
it depends. I mean, if this woman is just going back to the, the ex's friend to date him because, well, she sees some qualities in him she likes and she, she, she sees that he's somebody she could actually build a life with, then that's fine. But what if she's just using him as a fallback, as a means to get over the ex or worse, even to spite the ex-boyfriend? Sometimes you can't really tell what motives people have behind doing something. And what about the guy? What if he's just noticing that, oh, this lady is vulnerable at this point. Why don't I just, you know? So it depends. I mean, if you're doing it for the right reasons, then, then all well and good. But otherwise, I mean, the whole issue of a person who knows you that well, assuming, say, the relationship has spanned like three, four years, and then suddenly this guy comes in because there's mistreatment, you begin to offer a cozy environment for this person. Wouldn't she fall for you? Yes, possible. She can. And would that be love? You know, the definition of love varies from person to person. That's one second. The intentions. So the motives, as now mentioned. Is key when it comes to these issues of relationship and connection. Because whereas in one person's purview, they, they appreciate and are, are drawn to the person. It could well be within the other person's purview. It's just an opportunity to have fun. And so intentions in themselves then become a, a rider in the manifestations of the issues. Where it is mutual and both are drawn to each other, then the outcomes hopefully should be good. Okay. But where it is not mutual, but it is one-sided, and the other has a different motive or intention for engaging or offering succor or creating an enabling environment or making the other party feel warm or special, then the challenge comes in and it is worthy of note so that the other party does not get hurt twice. You know, that's, that's what I would say. All right, okay. So let, let's move the conversation forward. Now, with this case that we just had, now we're moving on. How do people move on with life and with love? Because they're two distinct domains. Somebody can move on with life, but may not be able to move on with love. Others too can move on with love and may be constrained in the area of life. So let's let's first tackle moving on with love. Then we can look at moving on with life itself. Okay. Doc. Yeah. Uh, actually, when the break happens, before the person can move on with love and life, first of all, the person needs to understand that it is not just about the break that is causing the problem for them or that is what they'll be struggling with. It is the precipitating issues. Like Marie said, there have been, there, before a break happens or divorce takes place, there might be a series of issues that they have been dealing with. Back and forth, people to intervene, people to help and all that, depending on the, the type of relationship they have. Mm. Now, these precipitating issues are issues that needed to be looked at very carefully. It's a loss 
and the person must grieve the loss. And in grieving loss, there are different things that happen. Some people stay in denial as yeah. if it is not happening. Some people get to a place where they want to see how they can bargain their way through. Mm. What about if I were to do this? What about if I were to do that? Then they get to a place where they get so angry because at the end of the day, mm. I am getting to be the loser. Then they get to a point where they now accept the situation and they get depressed. At that stage, they need to get themselves to heal out of the process of the depression. And the depression also has to do, like I said, what triggers the depression? Because the precipitating issue can be so bulky that until you break the various fragments and the tentacles, you will not really know what is causing the most severest pain or hurt. Is it because somebody has lied and you are not given the opportunity to explain yourself? Is it because the person does not love you or love you, but because of just one person's intervention or one person's position against the relationship, it seems not to work? In that situation, you realize that the pain and the hurt goes beyond not the, or the person who is just leaving you or you are leaving. But it tends to also get across to others who might have played a role. Some, it is just because you chance on the person cheating, and then that one too, the emotion is different. So actually, whatever led to the situation matters much when we want to consider moving on with love or moving on with life. Yeah. Apart from that, then the issue after the break. So let's, let's wait and then come to the issue after the break. Yes. Now, Mickey, yeah. I mean, you want to now move on with love. Mm. What, what are the things that you would suggest that people consider moving on with love? The first thing is, like I said, looking at what part they played in what just led to the break. So not just the root causes that have happened, but now their role also. Yes, their okay. role. Because um, if their root cause is just one-sided, like Doug just gave an example of a cheating partner, the question is, did I play any role in making that happen? Mm. Or is it that the person is just a pathological cheat? And so... Uh, would go for anything in, in skirt despite whatever. The next thing, so first your role, because no matter what it is, it was a relationship, and so you had a part to play in it. Then the next thing is setting clear lines as to what am I looking out for in the kind of person I want to commit my life to. Mm. So reevaluating your, as you like to put it, your irreducible minimums. Mm. What are the key traits, qualities, or elements I like to see in a, a, a person I'm getting committed to with the prospects of getting married. And then the next thing is, how do I make myself available for that purpose? And the how I make myself available has two different sides based on the sex of the person. I mean, whether the one is male or female, mm. because, um, as the case may be, and within the 
cultural environment we find ourselves in is is largely the guy who would invariably make the proposal. But there must be the process of getting to meet somebody, developing friendship to a certain point or acquaintanceship, and then going on from there if the feedback and the engagements are mutual for a proposal to be made mm. and for a proposal to be accepted. And so basically that's uh, what I think would be the So process. you go to the root causes, yeah. you um, find your place, evaluate and, yourself yes. to check w- what role you played. Yes. And then now you re assess yourself as a person yeah. and the way forward. Okay. Now, Marie, I mean, will, these things most likely will apply to life, but how does a person move on with life itself? Before we come to the after issues that Doc wanted to speak to. Yeah, as for life, once you're alive, it has to continue. So the first thing is that you're alive? You're alive. And that should be The person didn't hooray. kill you. <laughs> okay. The person didn't kill you, so you're alive. Mm. So that that's number one, you have your life. What about and those who, for instance, would tell someone you are my world, and therefore, <laughs> basically, you, you're most like my life. Everything revolves around you and nothing else. That Everything would fails happen into insignificance. In, that will happen in a marriage. Oh, it's happening in a pre-marriage Pre-marriage, it's happening. It's you even are my more world common. Because it's you don't live together. It is in marriage. You, you don't live together and all that. So mm. you still have some kind of life for yourself. Okay, Once you don't live have together, life. you have life for yourself. You okay. go, when you are, you are not together, you are living your life. Mm. Uh-huh. So that's where you have to focus on. Like Mickey said, you have to assess. When you assess and then you see, okay, how old am I now? How soon do I want to get into marriage? You know, somebody 15-year-old, you've been in a relationship and your heart is broken. (laughs) You're laughing. Your heart is broken. (laughs) You are too far away from marriage. So now you're getting on with life is getting the things that will sustain you in the future. Getting your career or education, um, getting your whatever, acts together if you have to find a job. If you are not working, find a job. If you are working, work hard and secure yourself. You know, improve yourself. Educate yourself. Make yourself better. Um, Take care of your own body so that um, given that the future you want to consider going into relationship again, um, you put yourself in a better place. Some people actually even change, change their whole location and 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 all that to be able to focus because if um you are in the same place and uh, maybe you live in the same neighborhood of the person that you broke up with or your ex that you come into contact with him you are in the same church and all that some people even end up sometimes leaving their churches because of the ex and all that but you have to find out what your goal in life is and live your life focus you need primarily focus if if you focus on the things that will sustain your life and make you better that is more important than sitting and sulking because many Mm. times that's what people do they sit and sulk and sulk and sulk and sulk but that will not give you anything Mm. the person would move on some people would move on. Sometimes, like you said, <coughs> some, somebody said the, the, the person would marry. 
then you you'll be certain that as soon as they broke up, then the next month he's married somebody because along the line he was planning it with somebody. Or, or even in marriage, that's what divorce. they call alienation. Yes, you divorce and then you can divorce and then immediately you see that the other partner will go and marry, and all that, and you wonder, oh, were they there before or? Are you doing that because to spite the other person or whatever? So you focus your vision in life, your goals in life, focus on it and pursue them. Make yourself better. Um, like Bible says, that when when uh, demons leave your body and and go, uh, uh, they go they go roaming round 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 and they'll come out and see whether the place is still empty. Then they come even with a stronger force, you know. So in much the same way, that's how our human emotions, our mind work. If you don't occupy the place, they say air occupies space. Or there's, there's never an emptiness. There's always something occupying the space. So fill the space with activities, not fill, filling the space with another person, but fill the space with activities. If you are in church, get involved with church activities. Go out to do something new, uh, get new hobbies and all that. Make new friends, mm. not for relationship, but make new friends of your own kind. Somebody that platonic relationships, platonic relationships, and all that. Look for such um, situation to live your life. Be happy, and and if it means that you have to go away a bit to just get yourself, go away from wherever, and and get your energy back. So now we are talking about happy yourself situation. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's about moving on <coughs> with life. It's also part of the healing process yes. for individuals. Now, Doc, would you be kind to speak to the after? Yeah, the after like, of the situation. Yes, the after is first of all, like we said, to seeking help. Mm. And you must be careful how you seek your help. Yeah. And sometimes in seeking help, you rather muddy the situation, mm. or you never can get over the situation, depending on the kind of help, help you, you are get. seeking. And then you need to come to a point when you accept the situation. And that is where it becomes very difficult. In acceptance of the situation also depends on the help you have gotten to be able to accept the situation. Some people can go back and forth in acceptance, denial, and all that for a long time. And that is what makes the moving forward a bit very difficult. And like Mike said, would also be dependent on the type of person that is dealing with the situation. Mm. There are some that cannot make decision to move forward. There are some that are still holding on to the past. There are some that can just move away easily. So we need to also know, then the third thing is the person must learn to forgive either forgive him or herself or forgive the other person but you always have to start with the individual first forgiving oneself sometimes can be very difficult because we have a lot of myth that surround forgiveness sometimes if i forgive the person he will hurt me again the person does not deserve my forgiveness the person will repeat what he has done the person may be a winner if i forgive him or her so all these myths about forgiveness man the real reason for forgiveness that really benefits you the forgiver rather than the person who is the forgiver who is being forgiven now then plan of action will be the next thing that the person needs to think about. The plan of action has to be... What do, goes into this plan of action? What are my strengths? What are my weaknesses? What are my potentials? 
what are my giftings? Okay. What are the things that I would have done differently if this situation were not to be yeah. there? So if there is most of the time, I advise people to study something new, mm. to learn something new. If there is anything you want to do, like educate yourself more, mm. take on another program in the university, better yourself and all that. Mm. The reason is that after you have gone through such situation, you should be able to look back to tell yourself that when I was going through this situation, this is how broken I have become, yet this is how much I have also done for myself. So you have built, you build built yourself. Your life. Then you need to also position yourself for life, mm. which is the repackaging. You how repackage do you repackage yourself? yourself? So in the world of branding you and rebranding, branding. you rebrand yourself. Yes, you <laughs> rebrand yourself from the within to the without. Okay. Many people go starting branding themselves from the without. That's like putting on a veneer. Putting a veneer. And then they don't build themselves from the within. The within is to ask questions like, who am I? And in the definition of who you are is to appreciate all that your giftings, your potentials are. That Perhaps because of the relationship being toxic, you were not able to explore them. So now you are coming to get to a point where you are saying, how do I put these potentials into a better company for a better me? Then in this repackaging, you have to also build your spiritual life because that is what gives you the contentment from the within and then give you stability. And then deal with all the various negativities that have been bothering you mm. and give you a better perspective of life with hope. Because the Bible says that whatever things are beautiful, whatever things are nice, whatever things are good, we should think about these things. And then when you are packaging yourself, know that your outlook also is very important. So some people, because of the situation, when you look at them, you can read from their way they are carrying themselves that something is wrong. The question you need to ask is, will you marry yourself if you see yourself? So I've repackaged myself. Repackage yourself and you have to wear a better look. You need to wear a positive look. Mm. You need to even work on your appearance. You need to wear a different. Are you look. talking about grooming, manicure? Grooming, yes. Things. You need to groom yourself well. But just, just the, a second, let me just hold your thought. Uh, how important is grooming? It's very, yeah. very important. Mm. It's very, very important because um, it, you know, your outlook is everything, mm. and um, you have to be bubbly, like uh, um, Doc is saying, that you don't have to be walking about with all this gloom, like sackcloth <laughs> and ashes. And <laughs> You have to shine. Mm. Most of the time, they will, you uh, you, you advise or you advise or people. <laughs> oh, <vaseline. laughs> You advise people that oh, don't let the person or the person who left you find you in that kind of um, gloom situation. Let them see you and feel like hey, I lost something. Is that what they say? When whom you answer, when whom you That's right. <laughs> you have to have that mindset. So if it is your hair. You take care of your hair, you take care of your body, your clothing, mm, mm. and all that. 
be found to be happy with people. So people who make you laugh. There's some people who will make you argue, even though they may your friend, they may be your friends. You cut such people out. People who make you laugh, people who make you bubble, you know, feel happy. They are the people you have to surround yourself with, so that if they see you, they see that you are moving on. But if they see you, and um, sometimes some people think that when their exes see them in um, a, a gloom situation, it will make them feel guilty. Guilty. Uh-huh. I'm, 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 I'm loading coals um, of fire yes, on your head. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. But if you get uh, <laughs> somebody who says that an abusive bee, somebody who doesn't care. Yeah. He doesn't. He doesn't even yeah, look at you. Laissez faire. Yeah. He mm. sees you whether gloom or happy. It doesn't bother him. Mm. You'll be hurting your own self. So, okay, so your focus shouldn't be on uh, the person who has left you. It should be you. Mm. What am I doing to me? All right. Like uh, uh, um, Doc once again said that you have to find yourself. Mm. Do the things that. Um, will you? Will I marry myself? Mm. Do the things that do yourself when you stand in the mirror. My grandmother used to say, when you're going out, ask your mirror. <laughs> ask your mirror. And then the mirror will tell you, As go. The mirror yes, it's the, you. It's the mirror that has to tell the you, go out. Yes. <laughs> step out. But if your mirror is not telling you, that step out. Don't. Okay. Okay. And there's so another important the, the glossy thing. Yeah. The, another important thing is getting yourself to be financially stable. Mm. <laughs> financially stable. Financially stable, stable person. person that stability is needed. That is very, very key mm. because it also helps in your self grooming. Uh-huh. Because grooming comes at cost. Yes, comes it's at cheap, cost. True. And it also, <laughs> it also lessens your level of vulnerability mm. because when you don't find a space where you become stable financially, because some people walk out of the relationship depending on their type, mm. very. Um, devastated as far as their financial situation are concerned. So rebuilding the financial status is very difficult. It's a journey as well. So it goes along with who do you talk to? How not talking to the person to necessarily just find help, Mm. but what can you do in this time that Mm. you are going through? It is rather unfortunate that these days people also just focus on until I am employed by somebody, yeah. until I get a state. A, a state. But there are things that you can also do that can keep you going. Yeah. And sometimes it is very difficult that when you go through such situation to be able to get yourself up to start doing something can be very difficult. But tailor that anger rather into doing something in order to get yourself positive and financially stable. Then learning to love and learning to be loved. Mm. When you go through such situation, you are likely not to even have the best perspective of what love is. So you are now going to learn how to love and how to even receive love because you may build up certain things in you, either in defense, either in reciprocity, Mm. either in retaliation to whatever. So you may even look, you may even see opportunities that you can take advantage of, but because of what you are built up within yourself, you will ignore. So that is what you need to learn. And with these things, you need a support system. You need a support system, somebody that can give you that emotional support 
for you to be able to get stable to that state. And this also must give you the reason to build a standard for mm. yourself. So not just a support. No, no, no. A standard, a standard for, for yourself so that you can look through things that you want, you need, can swallow, cannot swallow, and know what next relationship you want to get into and how you want that relationship to be like. So when you build your own standard, it will help you to also get a standard of where you want to get to next. Now, talking about standards, these are very, very scary things for some people. <laughs> yes. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I've gone through this rather harrowing experience mm -hmm. of a breakup mm -hmm. or a marriage that has fallen through the cracks. Mm -hmm. And I'm being asked, like Salam is saying, Salam mm -hmm. is saying that, look, it's not easy as you guys think. Oh. <laughs> mm -hmm. It depends on the type of way you got the dumped. Yes, that is I what think I that said. also plays a big role in moving on in life. Yeah, the precipitating That's, issue and how the break happens. So now let's look at the issue of standards. Mm -hmm. What standards are overly off the radar okay. and which ones are reasonable? <laughs> Mickey, you've been quiet for a while. Before I come to <laughs> Doc and Marie, Mickey, <laughs> Doc standard, is talking about standards. No, standard does not necessarily mean high. Yeah, that's why I'm coming. I'm coming. You know, we we are talking to a, a wide <laughs> scope of of personalities. Mm. Now, somebody hears standard and say, "Okay, high flying ladder. You have to work your way up." Now, somebody hears standards and they go like, "Oh, well, anything country broke and do not broke with the inside. So anything goes. That's a standard, isn't it?" So, Mickey, what standards in this circumstance? You're talking about people who have experienced a breakup or a marriage that has fallen through the cracks and they are to set new standards for themselves. What standards would you recommend would be reasonable for them to have and to hold to those? The first standard would be standard of, of for their well-being. So, standard of care? Yes. Mm. Where they are able to function reasonably. You know, always we speak about the issue of the measure of what reasonableness and all, but we're just speaking within the general context. So, a standard of reasonable survival and reasonable well-being. Why that is key is because without that, there will be a distortion. And so, okay. everything else that you do may not be well situated. So, standard of well-being. And then the next thing is standard of uh, the various aspects so like doc spoke about finance so your well-being is the general frame of mind then now you come to segmenting the other and areas of your life so you can look at take out maybe emotional take out financial mm -hmm. take out physical Take out um, psychological. Don't finish the list. Right. Let me go to Marie. <laughs> Marie, what standards would you recommend? Yeah. I'd, I'd just take one. Okay. And that would be your boundaries. boundaries. It is very important when you have an ex. Especially, I'm looking at a situation where there are children in the marriage mm. and you divorce. You have to set boundaries because you'll be relating to each other. So, because of the children. So you have to set that standard of boundary that don't say, oh, for old times sake, then one day you come and you want to be, no, no, no. 
you have to you have to draw the no line. No hunky panky deals. No hunky panky deals. All right. You have to draw the line and 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 know where you end, where they end, or where everybody else come into your life. And you should you should be a bit protective of your right. territory. So I think it's very Doc, important. Yeah. In a quick minute before That's I take right. my break, what standards were you talking Standard about? Standard of things that. If you were to be given the opportunity, you would want to have done differently. Yeah. And then standard of things you did not look at very carefully mm. when you were getting into the first relationship. In other words, the red flags. Yes. Mm. So the final one will be what are your personal weaknesses that have also contributed in one way or the other. So you need to work at it. So look so at that the person in the mirror. Standard uh, mm. of yourself, mm. and then with things to look out for. And when you are able to get there, then certainly there shouldn't be a rush. That is why you need supportive people in your life, so that you don't jump into anything just because you want to meet a need, you want to satisfy a need, you want to be uh, around people. But other than that, the mistake you made next will be worse than what you have worked out from. And that will be more devastating because you are not growing any younger. Mm. Mm. Thank you very much. I mean, on this note of standards, uh, standard of care, make sure your well-being is intact. Ensure that you have assessed your financial stability and sustenance. Endeavor to set boundaries if there is a child in between you so that even where there's no child, you still need some boundaries, limitations on how far you can go. The others who go and search on social media handles to see what their exes are doing, how they are, who is their latest profile picture, yeah. cover page, and what have <laughs> you. Those you need to set standards around that. And um, let's take this spot of commercials, and then we'll be right back. You've been listening to Farm Life, and I'm Amos Kevinanan in the studio with wonderful fellows like Dr. Emmanuel Hobson, Michael Mensah, and Marie. We'll be back. City 97.3 Accra It's a good day to meet every challenge. It's a good day to want more out of life. It's a good day to wish for it, work for it, go get it. Familiar taste, a delicious indulgent with a flavor you just can't hide. Refreshing energy, gives so much for so little. For a strong performance, you've come to the right place. Good day energy drink. Why wait a minute to enjoy a good day when every second counts? Good day energy drink keeps you going. Excessive drinking can be detrimental to your health. Not recommended for persons under 18 years, lactating mothers, pregnant women, and people sensitive to caffeine. This advertisement has been vetted and approved by the FDA. City 97.3 More variety
Well, Lord, make us instruments of your peace where there's hatred. Let your love increase. Lord, make us instrument of your peace. Walls of pride and prejudice shall cease. When we are your instrument of peace, Lord, make us instrument of your peace where there is hatred. Let your love increase. And Lord, make us instruments of your peace. Then it goes on and on and on. It says, where there is injury, we will never judge. Where there is striving, we will speak peace. To the millions of crying for release, we will be your instruments of peace. Then it says, where there is blindness, we will pray for sight. Where there is darkness, we will shine his light. Where there is sadness, we will bear their grief. To the millions crying for relief, we will be your instruments of peace. Lord, make us instruments of your peace. Where there is hatred, let your love increase. And where there is, Lord, make us instruments of your peace. Walls of pride and prejudice shall cease when we are your instruments of peace. This is Lionel Peterson with the Soweto voice. I mean, it was beautiful song out there um we can look it up and the title is instruments of your peace and this morning farm life is an instrument of peace and so we are looking at um the issue of access and persons who describe themselves as access to other people we've looked at how to accept your new status uh, how to manage that status well and endeavor not to be having a carryover excessively of the previous experience that you had and then we've also looked at how to move on with love, your new love life, and then how to actually move on with life itself. Now, we want to look at finding new love. You are moving on with your love. You're moving on with your life. Now, how do you find a new love experience? Dr. Hobson mentioned that you must prepare yourself to love and to be loved. Now, how do you now open up yourself to allow love to be a new experience without the old interfering and obscuring your efforts? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, still, sorry, you can join us by WhatsApp. Let me just do this one. And we will soon open the phone lines. In 15 minutes, we'll be opening the phone lines. Uh, WhatsApp line remains 0549-986-996. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, please proceed. Whoever will take the first yeah. bite. To really actually package yourself and then find a new love. Mm -hmm. Like I said, when you go through the processes we have mentioned previously, which we don't want to go back into, yeah. it sets you in a frame of getting to experience new love. Mm -hmm. But the new love needs to be learned. Mm. You need to learn it. So learn a new learn, way of learning. Learn love. learn love. You learn love by appreciating your previous experience of how you either jump or run in love without being cautious of the content of what you are running for. Mm. That is the standard we are talking about. Once you are able to do that, you'll be able to open up. But it also depends on the kind of support system, a mm -hmm. healthy, I'll use the word, a healthy support system that you have. 
So invariably, it's impossible to move on unless you've received some help. Yes. Some can just move on by themselves without seeking any help. Mm. These are people. Would that be sufficient? Uh, it will be sufficient to some extent, but it will always not be comprehensive. better, not comprehensive. All right. Okay. Because you don't want to jump into something unadvisedly. Exactly. Uh -huh. Okay. So learning to love again. Learning to love again. And, and what will be the next one? And then learning to receive love. Mm. Some people can give and they cannot receive. Say, for instance, when you go through a bad relationship or abusive relationship, you may get yourself into a paranoid situation where you may not even see yourself good enough to be loved. Especially so you, if you have a narcissist in your Exactly. Life. So you always be the giver without even opening up to receive. So that also needed to be learned. And then having positive-mindedness about yourself. Because Be positive about yourself. About yourself. And that is what will make you see how you carry yourself. And that is where the grooming also comes in. And things that you will do to achieve whatever you plan as an action for your life. Mm -hmm. To give you that kind of boost to mm -hmm. carry yourself in positivity and strong-mindedness with open heart and then you must learn to deal with negative impressions that people create about you or you create about yourself mm. and now another major thing is how to deal with social perspective about you some people all they are concerned about is how are people thinking about me what are people saying about me how are people considering me? How are my friends seeing me? So that becomes the major thing that they have to deal with. And problems to focus become difficult when they are thinking about these things. Mm. So check your thoughts. Check your thoughts. Check your thoughts. Mm. And rationalize your thoughts. So How do you rationalize your You rationalize your thoughts by doing... Is it like rationing some food yes, or something? <laughs> by what we call reality check. All right, okay. The way I am thinking, is that how it is with people? So two quick questions. That's one. Yes. That's the first one. Second? Yes. The second one is, does that make sense? Does it make sense? Okay. Yes. And how will other people also look at it? Hmm. So you do reality so check. If I take your fourth point, for instance, negative impressions and uh, social, social perspectives, perspectives of people, yes. what if I'm, I have muted those ones and mm -hmm. I don't see them as feedback? Mm -hmm. I rather see them as... People just complaining about much ado about nothing. Okay. Then you need to focus on self-talk. Self-talk. What are you telling yourself? Okay. Because that one is within you. Mm. Nobody is saying it, but what are you telling yourself? Okay. Keep the others. I'll come to you again. Marie. <laughs> <laughs> this moderator, this <laughs> Yes, yeah. I mean, what do you what, what do you also want to add? <laughs> what I'll add finding is that new love, new find, life. Finding new love. Um, sometimes you don't have to um, limit yourself to only finding new love as a new new person because mm. there there are comebacks. Comebacks. Talk a lot. That's our return to, to sender. Talk. Yes, there are comebacks <laughs> because of the situation or bouncing back spirit. Yes, because. Um, <laughs> You might never know. Maybe mm. the separation came about, the break came about because of orchestration of some external mm. parental, whatever, and now your parents change their mind. 
and decide to bring the person in, allow to let you have the person. Or you have both, yes, to be better person. Better. Because you initially you were, yes, so you can groom yourself and come you have, back you have, together. You have appraised your, your yourselves, quality. yes, yes. And so now you. <laughs> you 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 bounce back. It happens. It happens both at both levels. Mm. Um, oh, you have the, gone out to have another experience, realizing the, the former <laughs> employee. <laughs> <laughs> so you are doing you are doing an assessment yes. of the of the previous and the and the current, and you realize actually, Aleno <laughs> Eji. Let me go back uh, and settle with that one. Oh yes, dear. the second point I'll talk about is um, find yourself in the right environment. Right environment. Would that it's, include company? Yes. Okay. It's, it's very important mm. because if you don't find yourself in the right environment and you are logged in somewhere, you don't expect that you find love. You don't find love only in your room. You know, some people have this experience and because of that, uh, she go or he or she goes to work or go to wherever and straight back home and you're always in your house you will not find love by doing that so you have to find yourself in the right environment with a good association of people and uh, be sociable at work be nice with people yeah just just be nice and, all right um, you'll okay. find Mickey. yeah so I want to find love. I want to find life. So I'm bubbly and energetic, and uh, so that not to spite though, mm. but to live myself and make myself happy. Mm. So you need to have a proper. I'm not getting the vibe. Internal internalization. We're supposed to be poison active. Yes, but I want to get that from you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this morning I'm a bit on the cool side. Mm. You are coming on top of the weather, small, small. <laughs> You know, one, one key element, Doc spoke about dealing with some things. Mm. One key element is dealing with the impressions mm. and the intentions. It's very key because it's, it's a mix of so many things. You are dealing with maybe trust issues. You are dealing with betrayal issues. You are dealing with self-love issues. You are dealing with self-worth issues. So in the mix of coming out now to make a determination, you need to have a posture of being able to value love, value life, mm. and then put yourself in a place where you can accept, it's already been said, accept love, oh, and, and at the same time give love. Mm -hmm. And in that mix is where the twist is. Mm. The twist is that if you don't keep your reality check like Doc said, you would invariably not be able to Assess whether what you are feeling is real, is genuine, or is just something plastic. Mm. So you would need to keep talking to yourself, keep checking with yourself. And if you have a close ally, friend, somebody who you can a be your sounding yes, somebody who can be a good sounding board to you, you can run some of these things by. Because then you see, because of based on like Doc often says that losing something is painful. But the way you lose it adds to the degree of the pain. The pain. So mm. if there's unique circumstances that you may have gone through is such that it keeps bringing back flashes and memories, you realize that then you're wondering, is this just another smoke screen? So you need to keep reframing, realigning to be able to find true love. You get me? And God, they say once between twice shy, 
In some cases, quite twice shy, three times bitter. <laughs> so you you realize that yes. these are things that will hit at you, but you should be prepared for that fact. And then you go on consistently. But you must try as much as you can to find out. And we often say that meanings are in people, yes, but intentions are often hidden. But they only come out when you observe. So in trying to give love and find love, you need to validate people's intentions as best you can by the kind of questions you ask them, by the kind of things you engage with. And often we encourage and say that when you jump the gun and go into, when dogs spoke about standards, go into issues of physical intimacy and stuff, straight away your judgment will be clouded. All right. So it's key to stay on course. Now, and, and, take, and run your standards. Take a listen to this. Uh, he says, what do you <clears throat> say if a spouse is trying to manage his or her ex in a marriage? Feels because the ex has apologized, they are both separately married, they are not enemies, so he or she has an obligation towards the ex. Please note the mm -hmm, stresses. Mm -hmm. To be in a kind of relationship with the ex. Here they can make calls and text and what WhatsApp to each other alongside the marriage. The spouse doesn't see it as emotional cheating. What is been famously described as emotional infidelity. Hmm. Now, what do you say to this text? Before we come to the final leg of our conversation, then I'll open the phone lines. <coughs> it is very dicey. Dicey. What yeah. makes it dicey? Dicey because... It's innocent. Innocent fires. That's right. I've numbed my feelings. The, 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 <laughs> the, trigger point, the trigger point is the apology. What about the obligation? Certainly. When he sees the apology, to mean that we can be friends again. Hmm. You talk about conci what conciliatory Conci conciliatory gestures. Yes. So this the, is a gesture of a gesture of conciliation. Yes. And then it has already made the person become a loose guard of all their inhibitions. So, so you are a free atom. So now it has become free atom. If you are not very careful in such space, you trigger all fire. Uh -huh. So that is where. What if I'm confident there will be no trigger? No, I'm confident I won't trigger any no, fire. That kind of confidence. I have, unless, fire, I have fire extinguisher by me. Unless, unless there are people who are very much disciplined in boundaries. So they are rare. They are rare. People can do it, but it's, they, it's, they, a, rare it's a rare one. Occurrence. Occurrence. Okay. Yes. Marie, what do you say? Yeah, I was going to say you need discipline. And then um, with the text messaging and WhatsApping, you can do it, but it shouldn't be frequent. But what about the underlining statement of obligation towards her? No. No. You don't have, you don't have obligation. Exactly. You don't have obligation. It exactly. is just a courtesy. It's a courtesy you, you, you're extending you, to You them. don't have any obligation to So each they other. cannot demand it. You can't demand it. It cannot be a requirement. No, no, but that not at all. even can have to be checked very well. Yes. Because <laughs> you are in a relationship. Yes. You are married now. And you are texting your Texting, what are you talking about? WhatsApp and all that. Yeah. It is different when maybe... It's, it's a business. It's around business or something. You have a child with a person. What about business? Business to, Yes. yes. You are dependent, your, dependent, your companies on, are uh -huh. supplying co-dependent supplies. Yes. But those things needed to be handled with very much care. Yeah. Other than that, you will be hurting 
your your yeah the current relationship is most likely going to trigger exactly flashbacks where especially you start having challenges in the current relationship yes and this one is becoming quite cozy so and unfortunately there is a danger when it has to do with women they are criticized badly. Mm. But when men are doing it, they think it is their So let's right. not create excuses no, not, for it's anybody. Not their, it's not their right for anybody. Yeah. So, so let's not create excuses for anybody. From a very holistic point of Give view. it full less of your exactly. attention. Yes, All yes. Right. As much as you can. Because the moment you're actually texting, you are yeah. detracting from yeah, the other engaging one. with it, the it, one you're in now. It's, 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 it's emotional, uh, emotional wandering. Yeah. The things that you are wandering drawing away without and giving it legitimacy. That's right. You me? And that is not helpful because for taking all others, you've chosen the one you want to mm. be with. And that all others includes this one who is in the past. Mm. And so, like you said, you can be fair, you can be decent, you can be considered. You cannot maintain this level of interaction yes. and consider it as An meaningless, mm. uh, harmless. And no, it's not right and it's not helpful because the, from those little ambers, you may come other stuff. Mm. And then based on how the kind of relationship would was like people start saying i miss you i miss this about you and and it's just how i used okay now we're going to we're going to the realm of memories let's de- let's deal with we'll the, get into so the, the word wandering because wandering it's affection. always a process so just before we open the phone lines mickey yeah. you are going to deal with the issue of doc take this <laughs> dealing with memories from painful past you are looking at that marie you're looking at um which one? Um, pleasant memories. School teacher. And, and Mickey, you are dealing with prospective memories. I mean, we had a future together. We had plans. We had some ideals we were pursuing. So each of you take turns to deal with these. And then we will go to our text and open the phone lines. Uh, Parapasu. I need clarity. The prospective memory, uh, memories as in... It, I mean, the, you, how do you deal with your prospective memory? You, you, this is in, an ex. You have okay. prospective memories okay, right. about okay. what we're going to do. We had set some targets. We were okay. pursuing business. Okay. Maybe okay. even have joint accounts, registered businesses together. Those are our prospective memories. Mm-hmm. And they have a way of making it difficult for you to actually move on. Because you move on, but it's almost like you're tied to this fellow. Okay. You want to deal with yeah, the pleasant ones with the first. pleasant memories. Mm-hmm. Um, Cozy if, one. Yes. I mean... A trip to Dubai <laughs> and all those things. <laughs> it's 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 a, a difficult thing, mm. once again, because if you're in another relationship, I don't think um, it's worth even going down that memory lane to um, reminisce, you know, all those pleasures for for what reason to to bring it back or uh, to to tickle you so yes uh, if you have pleasant memory and you have children uh, probably you might have pictures Mm -hmm. that your children would see that once upon a time our parents were real good friends and blah 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 but otherwise um I think the memories in itself would have to be destroyed. You have to destroy them. Yeah, you just have to dis- like Winston dis- Churchill dis- discard them. Winston Churchill takes his army and they 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 turn back and they shoot their canoes and say, <laughs> "Now <laughs> it's all gone. The battle is in front of us." <laughs> Even though on. it's in the mind, I mean, mm. there are certain things. Recently, I was there are certain things that maybe it plays on your it mind. It will play on your mind, but you don't make it. 
dominant. When he's playing, those pleasant memories, and you are reminiscing them, sometimes with your eyes closed, you are feeling some way. You are feeling which way? You are feeling some way. Feelings really deep. Take the, the feelings to your current relationship. Okay. Then, then what focus. if you are not in one? If you are not in one. You are struggling to move on. Oh, so you are alone. And, yeah. Uh, but it will hurt you it because hurt. it will dog your step. It will mm. uh, slow you down. Okay. It will make you focus. Upon. Okay. I mean, as good as it is. Mm. Yes. That is why you need a good support system. Yes. Okay. You, you don't have So now to. let's look at the painful one. The painful, what do you do with painful memories? The painful memories will have to do with the individual that is dealing with the pain. Mm. When you talk about somebody who is an aggressive type of person, Retaliation will be the way he wants to deal with their memories. So let's discard that one. I want to do it back to the person mm. before I feel I am okay. Retribution so they, is might, good. Yeah, they might also find a way of tailoring that retaliatory anger into a positive retaliatory anger. Mm. So mm. that is how you deal with the, that mm. memory. When you talk about some people, the way they deal with the memory is struggling with low self-esteem. Mm. Because they are blaming themselves on whatever had happened. What about and, those who feel they deserved it? And they deserve the those painful. The, yes, those are the people I'm talking about because they see in pictures. They are reliving the painful moment and all that. And unfortunately, they are not able to come to a point where they will say that, okay, this part I have contributed, this part this person has contributed. They will take all the blame on themselves, and that triggers a low self-esteem. So instead of dealing with just the memories, they should deal with what will make them come out from low self-esteem. And then to others, you see that they may have the pain, and then it will just flash back that they are able to move on. But such people, the way they are dealing with the memory is to develop some um, unhealthy coping mechanisms. So in dealing with their memory, they have to be careful the kind of mechanism they are using, whether it is a maladaptive one or adaptive one that will help them become better people. And to some people, they don't even care about the memories, whatever mm. memories it is. Is that positive or negative? It's, neg it's positive in a sense. And it could be negative. It could be negative because then they may end up not learning anything out of it. Mm. <laughs> Most likely to repeat. Exactly. The, the process. Then to some people, the memories, the way they deal with it is, let me work hard. Let me work hard because they are taking responsibility for all the things that have gone on. And for that matter, they need to do everything and anything in order to make it better. So there are different ways depending on the person who is dealing with the memory and how they will deal with it. So the first thing, like I said before, they should check their negative thoughts. They should look at rationalization of their thoughts. They should question themselves and see what they are thinking. Is it so with all people? And then they might also notice that life is not perfect. And you are not as well perfect. And sometimes we deal with such in a very poor manner because we want to think everything should try to leave the happening to me. Why should not be Life should really be happening to some people else and not you. Mm. So you need to know that life has its up and down. Today you may be down, but tomorrow you may be up. All right. So, Mickey, now we are looking at mm. perspective past. Now it's in the past, but it was a perspective one. How do you manage that? Dreams together. Depends on what the issues are. Mm. Depends on the kind of 
your name and where you're calling from. That's from life. Um, you're welcome. Thank you. I'm, I'm not calling from Adenta. All right. We want to find out how a, a person can move on without closure, especially giving, without closure giving, especially in a marriage relationship. You want to move That's on without closure? How will people uh, move on without closure? For instance, a ex-husband has worked out Okay. of the marriage without giving the reason for moving out mm. and then without also telling the family of the woman why he is moving out and has just left to a different location. Okay. So how do somebody move out, move on without this type of... Oh, movement? okay. So he's gone yes. on leave without official clearance. <laughs> 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 And uh, you now also want to move on with your yes, life. But okay. you see, the mind always goes back. Mm. Even though you have strength, you want to move, you go two steps forward. 
three steps back. So, so some take two steps can, can, more than three steps back. Can we kindly ask how long it has been? Is it a year? Is it two? Is it five? Eight months. Eight, eight months. months. Okay, so uh, it's still very fresh. That is important yes. in the discussion. Thank you very much for your call. All right. Okay. Is that caller? Hello, caller. Your name and where you're calling from. Welcome to From Life. Um, I'm calling from Techiman. Okay. Hey, how is, how is Techiman? Techiman is very it's still Is it still Techisman or Techis yes. uh, town? Techiman. Okay. Okay. Eastern region, Techiman. Oh, okay. In Eastern region. Okay, my problem is that there's this guy who proposed to me. He had a child with um, a former church member. I never knew about it. I accepted and we started dating. And then this former church member is so furious, he's so angry that I took her boyfriend or her fiance from her. Meanwhile, the girl told me they were over. There was nothing between them except the child. And she's going about disgracing me, punishing my image, calling people to come and talk to me, threatening me here and there. What do I do? All right. Okay. We'll give it attention. Thank you for joining us. All right. Thank you. Good morning, family. I've been dating this guy for barely a year. He has two kids. Things were fine when we began until his work broke down. Fast forward. He hardly picked my call and hardly returns them after things going bad with him. Yet he's mostly online without showing the concern why I even called. Before his work broke down, I made my period for some weeks and thought I was pregnant. He just told me we can't keep it, but rather flush it out. I was really, it was really hard on me, but luckily it wasn't pregnancy. So recently things are down for him, and I'm ready to stay around for him. But any time I call to check up, he never picks my phone. Instead, once a while he passes by to visit. I spoke about him not picking up his calls. And all he said was mostly the phone were with the kids. But my question was, does that mean that does that does that mean the phone never comes back to you? He his reply was not too clear to me. Hello, Paula. Uh, welcome to Farm Life. Please your name and where you're calling from. And then you Hello. Yes, sir. Good morning. Morning.
and for this interest because I became quick tempered and snapping at every little thing. So I'm not like that. That's how I realized I was really hurt. Now, going through the healing process, I realized I was more invested into myself. I wasn't interested in anything more than myself. In during this period, it took a while. I know the period will be different for everybody, but with me, it took a while. It made me understand certain things of myself and rediscover certain things that I didn't know about myself. And most importantly, it made me ready and have a fair idea going forward of the kind of person I wanted to be with. And I wasn't really interested in any funny relationship any longer. I knew that my next relationship is going to be friends, purely friends, getting to know the person. And if we think we can have something more, then we move on from there. So that is how ready it made me after going through that process. And God being so good after that, uh, my next relationship has been just that. And so far, so good. So I would like to say, when people are hurt, they should give themselves time to heal. I know the dynamics and the process might be a little different in terms of what you'll be doing. Mine, I was more vested into the things that I love to do most. That's my hobbies. I was doing that most of the time, learning new things all the time. That's how my healing process was coming. So, um, thank you very much for sharing your story with us. We are, we are very grateful for that. Yes, my first, first forward, for a month, for a whole month, I will never see his call. I pranked him with pregnancy a few weeks ago, and his reply to me was, he's not in for this, for this story, or this story, or for this story. Wow, I, I love him. I love him and ready to stay by him thick and thin. But to him, he felt I was troubling him with calls. I so cherish, I so much cherish effective communication, but he seemed not to understand this. Even till now, he hasn't called to check up. Though I'm doing my best trying to link him up to a job, to a job. Now I can't call him because he's, he won't pick up. So instead, I WhatsApp, but he replies when he wants to. What should I do? Well, this is a rather hmm. yeah. tough one. Hello, hi. Welcome to Farm Life, please. Uh, your name and where you're calling from. My name is Francis. Okay, Francis, welcome. Yeah, I'm calling from Ethiopia. Thank you for joining us. Uh, I've been listening to this program most often and very educated. And I want to congratulate you congratulate for that. Very grateful. Uh, yes, sir. My concern is where you were discussing about managing ethics in relationships mm. when it comes to the person testing and calling the ex, trying to check on the person and see how the person is doing. Yes. 
Welcome to Farm Life. Uh, please, your name and where you're calling from. Okay, my name is Priscilla. I'm calling from Malachi. Welcome, Priscilla. Please want... proceed. Thank you. I want to ask a question. Could you please turn down the volume on your set, or if there's a, I hear some sounds behind you. If you come over with me. Oh, okay. I don't have any set now. It's my. I'm using my phone. All right. Okay. Please go ahead. I want to know, because my mom, my um, and the man who is very much older than him, and that he and it didn't go well, because she, she was thinking since the man is very older than him, and that the man would do her well and take good care of her because of what she has gone through. So and I've seen that also with my auntie. She too, she married a man very older than her. She's having a lot of problems, and I'm getting scared now because the person I'm dating now is also very much. I think he's eleven years older than me, and I'm I'm getting worried. I feel maybe. I, I asked myself if those things can happen to me. Okay. Brenda, what's them. your current state? Are you working? Are you in school? Are you searching for no, jobs? Or you are self-employed? Self-employed. You are self-employed. Okay, we'll give it attention. Yes. Thank you very much for your question. Hello, caller. Welcome to Home Life. Please, your name and where you're calling from. Hi, Gideon. How are you, sir? Okay, please uh, proceed.
I want to back to you. And I know, I know that this is a problem of mine. Always prepare my people around me being happy. I always like to uh, accept it. If they are wrong, I will find a way to rather move the place myself. I've been Gideon can call back Gideon, so we can yeah. see how we can help him. Yes, since you have help, please, <laughs> why don't you call back after the show? Call the same number you called, and then you'll be giving the same contact. Okay, we've got a couple of them. Why don't you give them quick, quick, quick attention, one to a person. The very long one, I think, uh, Marie will take it since she's ready. The long one. Information from you, and now the lady is threatening you, and she's 
that makes up a relationship. You have to have a commitment for each other. Thank you very much. Yeah. The voice we just heard is? Marie Rosaki. And uh, of Center for Peace. Thank you. The man who is under the weather is breathing his way on top of the weather. Well, Please stay tuned in to Big Issues with Selma Donu. Uh, we've been ably produced by Nash Kassiza and Philip Nee Latte. And uh, in studio here has been Okra Danso, assisting with technical side of things. Thank you for listening to Farm Life. And hopefully Leticia will be back to her seat. And I have been Amos Kevin Annan, standing and sitting in for a school teacher. <laughs> <laughs> 